This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, so we have, uh, this is on Parashal Amad Aleph, Prosecute Ches, Vayitel Moshek Halos Daber Tavar, Sinash Nochus Eidus, to which five, page 531. Um, so it says over here that Moshe Rabbeinu um, gave, he went out for 40 days and 40 nights, and he came down with the Luchas. So then when Ezra comments to the following, Vayitel, Empty-headed people wonder, What could Moshe have possibly been doing four days and four nights on the, on the mountain? They don't realize, If they were to stand with HaKadosh Baruch Hu 40 days times 40 times 40, they wouldn't know one thousandth of Akadish Baruch who is Drachman and Haggis. Now, those are, so, so this point is uh, kind of an obvious point. The Torah is infinite, and the amount of, of information that we could possibly give over is, is negligible, and so on. But then he adds one more piece, and this is explaining why people have a mistake about Torah in, in, and, and that leads to a question like that. They think that the main thing that Kachbrochu wants from us is the, um, is, is the, the Maise. So if, I, if I'm giving somebody instruction in how to assemble a chair or a table, those instructions are quite finite and, and they should be over with. You know, screw this to this, hold this to here, and a few more lines of, of explanation, but that's it. So if, if Torah is simply a manual of how to do mitzvahs, then finished. I mean, just there's a limit to it. But he says, Ki They think that it's the act itself that's the ikr. The eneno, rak halevav, the heart in it, is is the ikr. Vamaisa valeva valoshin lehargil. These are three words I have not found a, a good explanation of what the three words mean. Um, I would dare guess that there's a mistake in the girsa, and it's venerakaleva vamaisa valoshin lehargil. I would take out that valeva. I haven't found it, so I'm not going to do it. But basically, his point is, it is the understanding that really matters, and it's the actions that are there just as a means to bring about an understanding. Now, let's uh, talk about this a little bit. The, the, um, the Rambam writes that the main thing of mitzvahs is to teach us certain lessons, which in some ways everyone agrees but it sounds kind of very, very um, minimizing the point of a mitzvah. So when I'm giving a little lecture for kiddies about doing something good, so I may demonstrate one or two things. I'll have everybody put their arms on each other and say, we're friends, we're friends, and 
that sort of demonstrates friendship. But in, the, in those cases, I mean, once a person is past a certain point, the act really becomes unnecessary or whatever. Um, and this, that version of things is kind of uh, kfira. It's, it's, it's what many non-religious people started with by saying, okay, the Torah teaches a lesson about freedom. That's, that's the lesson well taken. But then, you know, you don't, you don't got to be fanatical about it. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll read and discuss and talk on Pesach about freedom. If we can get matzahs good, if the price is right, good. If the, if the matzahs are horrendously tasting and overly priced, well, we'll find something, some other symbol. You know, when we talk about a symbol for something, that's, that's always kind of very negotiable. So it, it, many things can be a symbol for freedom. And uh, the, the Rambam in, Sefer, in, in, in Mora writes a lot along the lines of as if the mitzvah to teach you. But the truth is, um, it, 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 it's teaching in a much more profound way. Um, it's not just kind of a little prop for a lecture. It's, it's an experience that the living through the experience leaves you with a certain type of knowledge that you can't get by having a little speech and so on and so forth. Um, and even, so it's, it's an appropriate idea to spur you to, um, to think more about what you're doing and understand what you're doing. It is inappropriate to negate any what you're doing. So as much as you're going to say here, the purpose of Torah mitzvahs is the understanding that you gain and the knowledge and the depth, but, but, but it's certainly not a replacement for doing. That's Pashat. V'sheresh kol mitzvahs the root of all mitzvahs is at sheyavas Hashem chol nafshi that a person will love HaKadosh Baruch Hu and, and it, with all his heart and cling to him. V'zilo yesh sholem im lo yakim mais Hashem baljoinu v'shfolem Let's talk about this and let's and let's ponder it. Um, there are many people who uh, who have a very strong emotional tie to Judaism or spirituality in general. They're kind of very spiritual people, and they really kind of they look there's they're like an ecstasy when they're singing um, hymns to the glory of the Lord and whatever religion they'll be in, you, you see the look of ecstasy on their face, and they're ecstatic and they're, and they're sort of in a spiritual world and so on and so forth. And they say, we love God or whatever it is. And, um, and uh, they knock anybody who is, um, who is more intellectual as it's, it's, not, it's nothing wrong with knowing stuff, but really that's not, that's not love of God and so on and so forth. Devonetsa doesn't say that. He says, I mean, he, he specifically says not like that. He says, if the purpose of, of, of loving God, if the purpose of all means is to love God, then he needs to recognize his mycin. Let's talk about this. Let's explain this. Imagine you, two people that you have a relationship with, two friends, one of whom is um, a, a fellow who has this kind of, I don't know what word to say, he's like a fan, and there's this, wow, you're great, you're fantastic, I wouldn't leave you for anything in the world, I, 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 I'll do anything, I'll jump the fire because you're the greatest, most fantastic, the most wonderful, and so on and so forth. That's one friend. Um, the second friend is somebody who actually understands things the way you understand it. 
you have conversations with him that you're both able to communicate with a lot of depth and a lot of mutual understanding. You both think alike and understand alike and understand each other. But this guy is not so willing. He doesn't have this look on his face of sheer ecstasy and willing to jump on fire for you. But which is a close relationship? <clears throat> the first relationship, that infatuation, it's not a real closeness. Um, it's 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 um, yes, it's sort of an exterior adulation. But I can't say a close bond with somebody that doesn't get me, and and we don't think alike in any way. We don't have any common. In, in our perception of things and understanding of things, there's not no closeness there, despite all the fact that the, that the person is yelling or screaming his undying love. It's, it's an infatuation of sorts, and uh, it may be some, may not be some, but it certainly doesn't come anywhere with the other person. If a person has this, in a mitzvah, he has this sense of, um, are we, are we, they need us there? They're all here. They're all here, okay. I don't know what that means. So, so the the closeness. Uh, so certainly, closeness is when you have this deep uh, inner connection, where you where you feel that there's a mutual level of understanding. Um, our our sense, if we look around and ask ourselves, our closest friends, we may enjoy the company of people that are funny, charismatic, whatever, but closeness are the people that we think alike. And, and, and we see things alike, and, 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 and that bonds people in a, in a very mutual way. With our Kodesh Baruch Kaviyachal, it's certainly not possible to put arms around each other. That's not, uh, that's not, that's not Shaykh. And the only thing that really, so even a Misa is of, very, of limited value within itself. The only place in which we can actually bond with our Kodesh Baruch Hu is by understanding as he understands. In other words, Kodesh Baruch Hu placed something in the Bria called Chachmaso Yisbarach. This is the way, within the framework of this world, that things are to be understood, known. Um, and uh, the more I am in sync with that, the closer I am to Kodesh Baruch Hu, and the closer there's a real Ava. This is a um, this was not be said. The, the only thing worth praising oneself for, congratulating oneself for, is the knowledge of Hashem. Then he, he, it becomes clear to him that Kadesh Baruch is the one that does Chesed Mishpat and Stakabaretz. Okay. Um, and then he has another line here that's really incredible. You can't know a Kaddish Baruch Hu if you don't know yourself. Now, let's talk about this. But there's so much of Nezer is, is, is so laconic, and there's so much he puts into it. Um, he says, Ki This, this understanding has um, two parts that I think. One is, there is no way we can think about a Kaddish Baruch Hu straightforward. Um, it's just like every Chachma, anytime I'm dealing with something outside of my realm of prior knowledge, I need some muscle to extrapolate from. I say, if, some, if I don't know what honey is, someone tells me, well, 
Um, if you know what glue is, it looks like glue. Uh, if you know what sugar tastes like, it sort of tastes like sugar. And um, if you know what brown sugar is like, it sort of tastes more like brown sugar, whatever. So, so those are, I need those mishalim. So one reason why I need to understand myself fully is because my understanding of HaKadosh Baruch Hu will only come when I extrapolate from myself. The Mekubalim say, it says by Eo, from my own flesh I understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It means that the human body was built in a way that it, um, it mirrors HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And you can look at a person's self, let's say a person is very symmetrically built, and right and left are equal. That means something, something that we learn a lot from. The fact that the brain is the only part that doesn't have right and left, really. It's sort of very differently. It doesn't have that alignment. That teaches us something. Um, the fact that the mouth doesn't have two parts. It's one part, really. If everything else two parts, that teaches something. The fact that the head is connect is above the body and connected by your neck. All of these things are mishalom that Kabbalah uses appropriately so because a person was designed to be a dogma of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's one. Two, deeper than that. Um, if I have a... If, if I'm looking at something through a lens, the, any imperfection, whether it's chromatic aberration or distortion um, in, the, in, the, in the lens, will color the water as well. We're thinking about Akadosh Baruch Hu, and Akadosh Baruch Hu was the main, the core of understanding and knowledge of Hashem is right and wrong. That, that's, that's really an emesheshek in a very fundamental way, not just simply science and, and history. We're talking about right, wrong, very, very fundamental understandings of the Tov and Ran, the Bria. Mm-hmm. If I am a distorted person, whatever imperfections I have in my personality, I am going to project it on Takarish Baruch Hu. Um, Rav Chaim Shlavitz used to say in the Yad Shmuz, where it says about also ish that one Rabbi Yisib and Tachlafta turned in, and Rabbi Yisib and Tachlafta was very taken by the woman's generosity and said she's a very fine woman, and also ish said, yeah, but the eyes are not pretty, so, meaning he had taken Rabbi Yisib and Tachlafta's words as meaning what she looks like, so she's attractive looking, and he commented that that her eyes are not so attractive. So it says the Rebbe was after Rebbe angered him, he said, Reka, and so on. So Rebbe Chaim asked, I understand that Osirish himself was busy looking at the woman's features, but why did he respond to Rebbe Yossi that way? And he answered, the maneuver thinks that his Rebbe is also maneuver. In other words, you project on the others what, what um, you think. This is true with people. People tend to feel that other people have the same experiences that they have and the same sense of things. But deeper than that, um, the, the, uh, it, it, it's when I'm dealing with right and wrong, I'm meant, when I'm dealing with right and wrong, I tend to project the way I see things on, on others. And, 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 and therefore, my whole sense of right to wrong becomes, understanding HaKadosh Baruch becomes skewed because I see it from my perspective. I was once speaking recently, a, a person came to me who felt very strongly that they had been wronged by somebody, 
by an institution of sorts. And um, the person told me the story, his version, obviously. And usually when somebody tells you his version, um, they, you, you, you're usually convinced. This, this person, even when he told me his version, he was clearly wrong, and the institution was clearly right. And it was, it was sort of a bit of a modest person, so I didn't want to, um, I, I didn't want to argue with him. I said, you know, I, I hear how bad you feel. You know, I think that on strict legal terms, at least the way you're telling me, it sounds as if they are standing on legal grounds, but I understand you're hurt and so on. So the person, I think, down deep also felt that they had no real case. And they got up and they said, you know, I think also, the first time, I think the same way that on legal grounds I stand firm and the other person, but the other person did something that wasn't right, and it wasn't appropriate and so on and so forth. And you know, this is, these are the reasons why Mashiach is not coming, because it'd be like that. And so the person walked off and that was it. But I was trying to think of myself, so, so this person took a personal grudge, which really didn't have all that much ground, and projected it onto um, onto Hashem Baruch Mashiach. Everything, the whole world was dancing to that tune, and this person will will see the, the, everything through, the, through that lens. So, if a person is not perfected himself, it's is not it's not going anywhere. Um, one more point: the justification for learning Kabbalah is as follows. And um, there's a saying they say over from Rishon Salanta which maybe said, maybe not, but it certainly re- reflect a certain attitude. Someone asked him why he's not learning Kabbalah, which I, I'm not sure that he didn't learn Kabbalah, but certainly in his, in his public uh, persona, he wasn't learning Kabbalah. He, he wasn't preaching about learning Kabbalah. Wasn't, and, he, and he answered something to the following effect. What difference does it make how many Malachim, Mestrafim, or Fanima? What I'm concerned is will, uh, that I... That all, all I need to know is that if I do wrong, the Baruch Hu will hit me, and if I do right, he will reward me. That's a saying that from the resource Alanta, quoted and so on. Um, he was making a point that he felt people are shirking the main thing, which is an understanding of themselves, an understanding of, of right and wrong, and instead of running off into Kabbalah, <laughs> as an escape. It, I was once, a friend of mine was sitting at a bar mitzvah, this is many, this is going back 50 years ago, kind of, uh, 50, 40 years ago, this was a rav who was, had Chabad leanings, and he was in a, a rav in a shul that was extremely modern, and uh, really not, a uh, lot, lot there wasn't appropriate, and um, my friend came back, and he was incensed, and he says, a man gets up in a shul that everyone there is dressed highly inappropriate at a bar mitzvah suda, and he's talking about Teferis and Gvur, the Bar Mitzvah with this film. He said, why don't you talk about things? Why don't you talk about dressing properly? Why don't you talk about acting properly? Not, you know, not talking and damning, this and that. He really was very, very furious. But, but you know, it, 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 I think that was the point of Rabbi Yisrael's words that, it, that you know, you have to, you have to focus on, on, on many things and don't escape. But the flip side of it is, if, if I want to have that closeness of understanding, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Kabbalah is understanding the mitzvahs, the timer mitzvahs, not from my vantage point, so to speak. In other words, for me, matzah is very helpful because, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to be off bread for a week and so on. Or, you know, let's take it uh, like something simple or hilchasnit is good because it helps on bias or whatever it is. It's understanding 
from a Kurdish Baruch's perspective. The, 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 Kabbalah is a, an understanding that mimics from the root outwards instead of from the fruit inwards. It's not that I look around and see external things and extrapolate from the internally. I'm actually able to get a sense of the internal flow of things, the different midas that he chooses to be megala in the different venues of mitzvahs. So in, in terms of getting that closest to Kaddish Baruch Hu, it, 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 lay, it lies very much in, in that type of Chachma. So, so going back to his main point, the Iker is Avas Hashem, and Avas Hashem is possible only if a person understands Hashem. You can't really love somebody if you don't understand the person. Uh, and and so understanding means that I that I in, intuit his basic sense of things. Um, there's a lotion in the Gemara about Bilam, you know, they are das kono. So it says that he advised them about Paor. He said, "Alokeim shall elu sone zima." I like this question. He wasn't saying that there's halachas and shavarach. It's an iser gadol and iser chomer and the chaydes. He said, "Alokeim shen sone zima." If I can, if I can take the pattern of what Akadosh Baruch Hu likes and doesn't like, Zima he doesn't like. So if I get them into Znus mode, they're going to be, um, you know, it will, it will be bad for Israel. That's the Pshat Yudea Das Elyon about Bilam means he had that intuitive sense of what is it that Akadosh Baruch Hu um, likes and what is it that he abhors. Who was Misnabe 40 years in the Midbar, and he knew so many great sodos from Sinai. He said before he died, You begun to show, you just begun to show me your greatness. He says it wasn't. Um, it kind of hyperbole. Kilidula same cheka. Kadosh Baruch Hu's gula has no end to it, and so on. I, I want to add one more point to this that I think is very important to to round out the picture. You know, when someone tells me that you can never know it, then basically my reply is, what's the point of it? I don't have an infinite amount of years, literally infinite amount of years. So if I'm not going to get it, it's like. If I tell me, I'm, tell, you know, I'm taking a course in college, and they'll tell me it's such a hard course, no matter how hard you work, you're in a flunk. So I might as well go to the park and feed the pigeons. I mean, what, what's the point of it? it, it so one of the things I guess we, we would, I would like to use a marshal is, you know, we have a concept fractals, which is a, an infinitely re- repetitive pattern that every small piece of it is as, it has the same configuration as the big piece. So you've seen these designs. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a famous uh, concept that's, I know, it's, it's been in the last decades kind of, where people see this, you know, they find these, and it's like in snowflakes and this and that, where there's an endless repeating pattern, like a seashore, where the big picture and the smaller picture and the still smaller picture and the still smaller picture, they all have the same type of jaggedness in the edge. So what it means is, I can know things. Let's take something. Let's take something in the history of scientific knowledge. Newton's physics has been discredited, but it hasn't been discredited. 
Newton's physics is correct, but it's a, it's a subset of something more correct. It's not universal, but it's emis within a certain context. And, and uh, you know, once things have been established a certain way, well, when we, when we, um, when we, um, when we're mafrichet, um, we don't destroy it usually. Usually we understand it as being a smaller piece, a much bigger picture. Torah is emis, and a person who learns through a sugya, and he knows it, has a piece of emis. He doesn't have the entire emis. And, and in a much, much, much bigger picture, we'll see a lot more. But it's not as if it was wrong. So every piece that we learn and, and acquire that's real, that we, that we learn something, and it's a complete unit, um, there's an emiss there. Um, you're foolish if you think that's the end of it, but you definitely have the confidence you have something. Okay, we'll hold it here.